Welcome to the Socially Unfiltered Podcast, where we'll be taking you along for our deep dives and doom scrolls through social media, entrepreneurship, and pop culture. We're your hosts, Lex and Veronica, and together we're looking at everything through an unfiltered lens on the things that shape our everyday lives and society. So grab a drink and get ready to explore the uncharted territories of online trends, share candid conversations, and uncover the stories behind the headlines. This is the Socially Unfiltered Podcast. Wait, your hair. I'm just realizing this is like the first time we're recording with it. Yeah, here it is. Do you still love it? I do. It's like okay, so, good. it's light. nice. Yeah, it's very light. So what shall we chat about? I think we should chat about everything in the world today. <laughs> like, what are you thinking about right now? What have you been thinking about today? That I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not health concerns. Yesterday was my birthday. I don't feel older. Yesterday was your birthday. I Literally, yeah. yesterday feels like a week ago. So, literally. happy belated. Also, Ethan told me to tell you happy birthday, and I don't think I ever did. So, No. <laughs> Oops. He was, about to, he was about to be not invited to the wedding, because that's my rule. If you don't wish me a happy birthday, you're not well, invited. Well, he did. I so. just didn't relay the message. Y'all, ha- y'all have until January 2025 to redeem yourselves. If you didn't wish me the one this year, you have until I next him just text January. You. I was like, don't you have Veronica's phone number from when you guys were talking Russian to each other? Oh, yeah. You must. Yeah, um, yeah, so I feel like, I don't know. I don't feel older. I feel the same. But you had a good weekend. Yeah, it was good. Went skiing. Lots of snow. Mm-hmm. Benny had a blast. Benny had the best time of his life. It was a, it was a, a good snow time. dog. He is. He knows he was born in Maine. Dude, yeah. Freaking skiing. Talk about overstimulating. <laughs> I was texting Lex. I'm like, it's this is so much work than just like going to Florida. <laughs> yeah, and laying like, on a it's beach. It's a lot. I like it's like going fun down when you're the Yeah, when you're going down the mountain, it's fun. But everything else is like a lot of fucking work. And I understand but how privileged it is to be like, oh my God, skiing is so much work. It's like people literally it is, though. <laughs> don't just get the privilege of going skiing right it is it's a lot of work you're hot and then you're freezing when you're like on the actual lift and you're sweating going down I kept taking off my gloves and then my hands would freeze and then put them back on and then they get wet and sweaty fucking on a Saturday don't ski on a fucking Saturday I never will again because parking it took us no literally took us 45 minutes to get to the mountain almost an hour and it should be 20 minutes then parking we had to like make shift a spot that we didn't even know if we were going to get out of because the <laughs> parking lot was full and we like circled around and looked everywhere for another like 30 minutes then we parked then we had to walk our ass to the mountain because like we weren't going to wait for the bus it was just it was a lot yeah it took us like seven hours to do six runs oh and on friday we did that in like three so well, um, moral of the story, ski on a Friday. Is skiing Again. fun? Moral of the story, we don't know if skiing is a good time or not. It's a lot of work, but it's a good workout. And yeah, it's a crazy workout. Skiing and rowing are like two full body movements that require a crazy amount of endurance. Like good for you for doing yes. six runs. Dude, my arms, like when you're on like a green yeah, and you sore. have to push yourself because like yeah. – there's no hill oh my god yeah definitely sore the calves are sore the boots are tight it's just 
<laughs> it's overstimulating. I like tubing a lot. Like, did they have tubing at the mountain that you go to? Honestly, I don't know because I've never seen it. So I don't know if they have it. I think they have like night tubing there because we've been one time and mm. that was really fun. I love tubing. Um, I like snowmobiling too. Oh my God, I love snowmobiling. That's like super privileged too, but like we grew up with snowmobiles. It's so scary and like dangerous, like the amount of accidents you hear about. And Mm -hmm. it's always like scary taking new people out with you because like they don't know how to like work the machine. Those machines are like insane. They're like Mm -hmm. so heavy. (laughs) I think they're like 800 pounds or something crazy. That's like the one thing, I mean, my dad did a lot of good things for me, but he made me like, not made me, but he just always had like four wheelers, snowmobiles, dirt bikes, like all of that. Like I'm mm-hmm. not, like I know how to ride a dirt bike. It's like such a weird thing. But like, <laughs> yeah, Literally. <laughs> ride that baby over here. Yeah. The only thing I like, I think more about skiing is like you get to stop and like chat and talk, but like mm-hmm. on a snowmobile, you don't get to like just talk to each other. Like you're just right. riding in this fucking noise for like hours. Right. And you don't get to really like stop and talk. Like the part where you're sitting on the snowmobile listening to the loud motor and like just yeah. like, like that has to be your favorite part or like you won't enjoy yeah. snowmobiling. Yeah. Not that it's even like my favorite part, but like. I only like it if I'm driving. I don't like being yeah. a passenger. I don't – and it's. I think it's, like, more dangerous being a passenger, too. And, like, for the other person, I feel like they can't just, like, go mm-hmm. because they're afraid of, like, throwing you off or something. And, like, you so. kind of – like, when you're the driver of a snowmobile, you, like, feel it out, like, how far yeah. you have to lean. Like, when you're not mm-hmm. driving, it's, like, hard. Because then, like, if somebody doesn't lean the right way, like, you won't turn fast enough. Like, mm-hmm. it's a whole sport in itself. Do you want to just come here while Mark's gone next week and we can go together? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Could you? Okay, wait. Yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> okay, well, let's first, go. I was going to say, could you imagine us just like going snowmobiling? And then I was like, well, wait. Yes. Actually, yeah, I could. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. What's well, new with you? Now, now that we've talked about skiing snowmobiling <laughs> <laughs> and being overstimulated. Um, nothing is new with me. I'm just living and thriving and surviving and breathing. And that's all I can ask for. I'm really excited for the Vanderpump season to start tonight. That's been a newfound, um, fixation. It's been Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. So that's really all I'm looking forward to today. Did you watch all of that? Morning? No. So... I fell down the Vanderpump rabbit hole on accident because I woke up at like 5 a.m. like two weeks ago, couldn't go back to sleep and was just like looking on TV at what was on. Bravo was playing Vanderpump Rules from season one, like leading up to the new season starting tonight. So when I started it, it was season five. And I kind of already knew like who everybody was. So it wasn't hard to like pick up on. But then I started texting my sister about it and she was like, oh, no, no, no. Like you have to go back to the beginning if you're going to watch because I guess the first few seasons are like gold reality TV. Mm -hmm. So I've just been continuing from where I started on season five and I'm now on season seven. So I still need to go back and watch seasons one through four and I still need to finish seasons seven through 11. (laughs) 
So I've like weirdly <gasps> seen this like chunk. You're in just the jumping. Middle. Yes. Yeah. Like I've weirdly seen this chunk in the middle, but because I know about everything that's happened, like I can't not watch the new episode tonight. Like I have right. to. Yeah. But it's been really good. I understand what like the hype around it now. Like I get it. And I also understand what everybody meant by like the first few seasons have been this pinnacle of reality TV. Like everybody talks about the first few seasons of Vanderpump. And I get it now. I 100% get it. So, I want to watch it. I think that's something that I would – I think that's something I would watch because, like, of all the drama, I know we talked about it too. Um, I'm, like, so curious to see what this new season's going to be like. I, there's so many more people. Like, I feel like everybody knows Tom, Ariana, Rachel, like, the yeah. main people that this happened to. But, like, I just found out who Jax and Brittany are, and I'm obsessed with them. And I'm, like, there's just so many different characters and, like, seeing – but then the other thing, too, is, like, have you ever looked at how the show started or like, have you ever seen the no. first episode? Okay. So let me tell you what I found in my rabbit hole. <laughs> so the show Vanderpump rules is because of Lisa Vanderpump who owns the restaurants. Lisa Vanderpump came yeah. from real housewives of Beverly Hills. I think it was one of the real housewives. Yep. The way that Vanderpump rules gets introduced is one of the servers at the restaurant is having an affair with one of the husbands from Real Housewives. So Lisa Vanderpump, as the boss, like sits the server down. And this is in an episode of Real Housewives. And she's like talking to her about the affair. And then when the conversation ends, instead of the cameras following Lisa out of the restaurant, they follow Sheena into the kitchen of the restaurant. And that's the first episode of Vanderpump Rules. What? It's so fucking cool, right? It's so cool. Do they play so, on that? Yes, that was how they like injured and the episodes were like back to back when they aired. So like if you just watch the first episode of Vanderpump Rules, like you don't see the entire conversation. You don't see everything that you got from watching Real Housewives. So there's a new spinoff coming now called The Valley and they're going to introduce it the same way. Like they're going to have the cast of The Valley have a conversation with Vanderpump and then the cameras will follow the Valley people home. Because oh. the valley is now like all of the food and bev servers that mm-hmm. are old and grown up and like not working there anymore. So Vanderpump Rules is very different now. So yeah. again, I kind of get where the hype came from, especially coming sense. from a food and bev world. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like every mm-hmm. restaurant is messy. All of the servers are messy. Every like everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, That's- highly, highly recommend. It's definitely been. Um, binged for every day of my life since then. <laughs> it's taken over. Well, we both just finished American Nightmare too. That oh was insane. God. Holy shit! Yes. If you have not watched yeah. it, it's oh, it just makes me so angry. Like I just want to. Yeah. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched it, but we like need to talk about it. So yeah, I think the detective had some things to do with it. A thousand percent. When it, they said that he was dating the ex Andrea I was like why is he this is such like a whatever her lawyer said a conflict of interest yeah and the fact that they looked into it and were like no there's like no issue like how how is he allowed to be on this case and I so I did think it was so sketchy like when 
they had her walking home obviously on the camera as if it, and she had like the bag packed and she just casually walked home like that's where I was like what the fuck is this actually mm-hmm. something like she's trying to pin something against him but just seeing how like nice of a person and like how genuine she was I was like there's something so weird and then mm-hmm. obviously we find out what actually happened but when I they do such a good job on the episodes like you couldn't tell if the guy was in jail or not like for the mm-hmm. first two or three like the first two episodes or if for she sure. was like, alive or if she was yeah because they didn't bring her in it was either way late in the first episode or the second one that you finally hear from her and you're like oh shit like it was the second one. It the was, first one was, was like all, yeah, because I was like, right. is she dead? Is she alive? But sometimes mm-hmm. I know they like don't show them until like mm-hmm. the end because they want you to think they want you to like think something like that. But um, yeah, that was weird. And I noticed he wasn't wearing a ring. So then I was like, okay, they're maybe not together. Oh, I didn't but even she was wearing that. a ring. But on the last episode, he's wearing a ring. But on the first one, he wasn't. Wait, like, so I wonder for real if they tried to actually set it up like, oh, because you can't wear a wedding ring in jail. Like, I wonder if they really tried to make it seem like you're questioning if he's in jail or not. At least right. that was how I took it. Yeah, but he was like all dressed up. So I'm like, there's no way he could be in prison. But he also didn't have a ring. So I just was like mm-hmm. confused. But some of them, like her dad, oh, I know, so referred to her like in a past tense, but he referred to her in like a present tense. So then I was like, well, the hell is she dead? So I thought about that because we mm-hmm. got, and I was like, no fucking way. I was like, her family literally said was alive, was, like, was yes. happening. That, and I'm like, yeah. no, I know they said it. So I went back and watched it that part with the family because I was like no I know for a fact I heard them say this so I think either one they were instructed to talk like that to confuse people or yeah I think he was speaking like truly from the trauma of that happening and them actually wondering like is she alive because like Mm -hmm. and in the moment you're like when she was here like when she was home you know what I mean like whether you know they're alive or dead you're just kind of talking like they're not here anymore so I don't know if it was like he's just kind of speaking like from actually remembering that time or if they were Mm -hmm. told speak about her like she's dead which is like kind of fucked up but it is also like it did great for the storytelling of it because I I questioned until the end whether he was like out and free or had anything to do with it so yeah same and I just can't believe he wasn't charged with anything else that's why I feel like they were Mm -hmm. somehow coerced with him or like him saying you don't tell them that we're a part of the military you don't tell them that you are raped Mm -hmm. it's just like so sketch to me and yeah I mean yeah the FBI would have connections with people in the military and like who knows Mm -hmm. if like I said to you I texted Lux and was like how do they know there's not more people out there that would like go after them and like yeah they may have like cameras or security but these people were in the fucking military like do you know Mm -hmm. what they're capable of like they can get in anywhere I'm sure and like they have lots of traumas mm-hmm. and it's just like uh, with They're this mad. new doc <laughs> yeah with this new documentary coming out I'm like holy shit she's exposing like they're both well, exposing that's how I felt all of that with- did you ever get into or did you ever follow or watch anything with the Murdoch murders yes yep did you watch the Netflix one where the yeah the son's girlfriend yes those happened that like episode where the girlfriend is like 
I know. Yeah, I think he's capable of that. Yeah, I think he would yeah. do that. I was like, oh my God. Because like, especially if you're from Charleston, you know what I mean when I say this. Like, it's so true. The whole stereotype of the Alec Murdoch thing. Like, small town, powerful white man, knows the right people. Like, it is mm-hmm. so true. So I was just like, how can this girl, like, literally go to sleep at night knowing that she just pissed off, like, the right. most powerful person in this town who literally is in jail and is still the most powerful person in that town. Like it was just crazy. I couldn't imagine. And that's why I always wonder, I'm like, are these documentaries and interviews and stuff? Like you have to be getting a fat bag to sit up there and spill the shit that you're spilling. Right. But also like, is that money worth <laughs> you potentially making a lot of people really mad and want to kill you? Yeah. yeah. And no, I would be so scared. I don't know. But like, I'd be torn it, if it, I got asked. I think to do it's that. just yeah. that's the message too, though. I think with her is like speaking up or not speaking up, and like she clearly spoke For up sure. three other times, and nobody believed her. It's like I think that's a huge mm-hmm. like issue a lot of people run into is like, do I speak up or do I just let this like go and it could kill me anyway? You know, it's like mm-hmm. crazy. And it made me yeah, so – Yeah, if you're going to go like out, at least do it knowing that you said what you yeah. wanted to say. Agree. I'm just, like, scared for them, though. <laughs> I know. I'm so scared for them. And, like, their kids. Like, I don't know. People are fucking crazy. And, like, the fact that they showed their kids in the documentary, too. Like, you know our whole thing with this. Like, right. the world just now knows what your kids look like. Mm-hmm. So – Like, you're giving God them forbid, a target. Like, right. Uh, you're <laughs> – Sorry, morbid, you're talking. But like, a, you're, you're giving them. But a it's true. You're talking about these people, these rapists who are still out there, and now know what you look like now because obviously it's been years and years and years. So she's aged, mm-hmm. but like they know what you look like, and now they know what your kids look like, and yep. it's just scary. But that's what I mean. Like <laughs> they had to have thought about that. Like they had to have weighed the pros yeah. and cons of doing it. And it's like, yes, maybe everybody does have a price like put yourself and your family kind of in danger but but also at the same time like it is the right thing to do to like speak up and be like no fuck the police like they literally made this so much worse than it had to be like I that's also respectable but at the same time it's like I don't know couldn't the kids have been like not not involved yeah yeah you could say you have or like just the back of them like I don't know why they had to show their faces because that's like right on Netflix like, yeah, millions and billions of people probably watching. Scary. Yeah. And it, you know what was also so fucking weird is that he was also dying to, like, expose himself, which I thought was weird. Like, and I don't know if this was, like, the personality disorder from him because they said mm-hmm. that he suffered from that. But he, when he was like, you need to apologize yeah. to her and all these things. And it's, like, so creepy to me. Like, the back and forth yeah. and wanting it's to be found weird. and – do you think he left that phone there on purpose so they would find him? I mean, I just never think that anybody does anything on purpose because I don't want to think that any of these people are smart enough to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I don't know. I mean, look at like the whole, I don't know, Brian Koberger thing. Like he was in college studying criminal law. So it's like even somebody like, and he Mm -hmm. made mistakes that everybody's like, well, did he do that on purpose? And it's like, I don't know. Like I never, because a part of He did leave his car there on purpose though. I'm pretty sure. Right. Cause he wanted to be, they like want to be proud and like found. Yes. uh, That's what, yeah. Like it's like prideful for them to be like full on to get right in front of somebody. So that's the other thing too. Like, 
obviously can't be like ignorant to that fact that these people are sick and think that they're like like it gets them off knowing that they're like flashing this in front of people like that's part right. of the thrill for them so like mm-hmm. maybe they did I don't know it's I just don't ever think that like I just never am like oh they probably did that on purpose because they want to be caught but I know that that's a very reasonable like explanation for something but yeah like if you're he's an attorney he was an attorney so it's like you know if you're going in somewhere like that like why would you bring your phone and then why would you leave it I don't know mm-hmm. I just feel like it's stupid on someone's part especially when they're an attorney so yeah. it's almost like, like you he did want to be found <laughs> and then like sending all the evidence of like the pictures to the detective mm-hmm. and like why I just think he really did want to be found and maybe it's like it was a sickness and he just wanted to be put away so he wouldn't do that anymore. I don't know. I don't really don't fucking know how people like that brain works, but I can just only imagine like maybe he wanted to be put away. I think there are some sickos out there that know like being put away in jail is the best thing for me. Like it is the only Mm -hmm. thing that will get me to stop. So I don't know. Some people are just so crazy. Demented. Not us, though. We're perfect. <laughs> In every way. And we're mentally sound. And <laughs> um, Well, we have an update for y'all. <laughs> and you're not so going to like it. You sound so sad. <laughs> we're breaking up. I'm no, my God. Literally, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but like, Edward even like hearing that. <laughs> No, never in a million fucking years. You getting rid of me? You're stuck with me. I'm not fucking um, leaving. No, we're going on a little hiatus. I don't <laughs> even like saying it. I'm like, I literally am like, we're going on a break. Like, I don't yeah. tell anyone. They were on a break. They were. They were on a break. For the record. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going on a little tiny bit of a break just for a couple weeks. Um, so like, yes. this will come out on. February 5th, I believe, and we will be back on March 4th, which February is a short month, so kind of feels like it's a month, but it's like four weeks. Like, there's only going to be three weeks without episodes. Yeah. Which is And if you haven't insane. caught up to all of them, then just listen to our other ones. But yeah, we're taking a little bit of a break. As you guys know, we launched our blueprint, and we... Kind of just want to focus a little bit on like the blueprint and being able to actually show up for that a little bit more. If you create content, you know how time consuming it is to like put out. (laughs) I mean, we do like weekly podcasting and Lex will edit the episode for a couple hours and I edit like the clips for a couple hours. So, yeah, but you know how much work it takes to create content, put it out and make it meaningful and Mm -hmm. not just like throw something up and leave. So we definitely want to put our focus towards the blueprint a little bit and then just come back refreshed and ready to bring you more episodes. I mean, we've been consistent for like eight months. So literally that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's crazy. Every, every single week for like eight months. (laughs) Literally. Also, you're getting a new desktop, a new like yeah so I mean it's coming because of a reason yeah so I mean the main reason obviously is we want to take the break kind of focus we'll be hanging out on Instagram a lot like I know I'm kind of just like putting that out there now but like we will be spending more time on Instagram 
So we'll be there. It's not like we're just like abandoning the Instagram too for the couple weeks, but so come hang out with us over there. But yeah, so that's the main reason. But then also, um, like you said, I edit the episodes and just from our podcast, another client's podcast that I edit. And then like all of my client work, I've just been pushing like so, so much video through my computer the last few months that it's starting to kind of feel the effects. So new desktop coming, very excited for that, but yeah. yeah so just while we wait for that to come in and get set up and obviously focusing on the blueprint for a little while, we're just going to pause some episodes, but just three weeks, just three weeks without episodes. And then we'll be back. Don't too miss crazy. us too much, but come hang Don't out with worry. us on Instagram, socially unfiltered pod. It'll be nice to kind of catch up on some other things and then come back mm-hmm. March 5th, March 4th, be there or be square. As y'all know, we're always working on something, so maybe something else is coming. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we're taking this time to do some other things, you know? <laughs> Tee-hee. <laughs> Tee-hee. Wink, wink. If you're picking up what we're putting down. <laughs> we love you guys so much. We're going to miss you so much. And yes. just DM us on Instagram and chat with us because we'll be there be hanging out we'll be posting more stories we'll be posting Mm -hmm. content um and we can't wait to see you in march bye bye